Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Real Moms Get Real, your favorite 20 minutes of the day spent with us. I'm Deirdre. And I'm Maureen. And we are going to bring you some fun, some information, and just some chit-chat between two moms and good friends. That's right. About everyday things. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a great show, Maureen. We are going to be talking about a uh, very scary scam, a phone scam that all parents need to be aware of. Absolutely. Uh, We're going to be talking about people in our lives that maybe perform services for us. And what happens when they become a lot more than just someone who helps us out? What happens when they become friends? Yeah, when when that line is crossed. And um, it's really rewarding and special when that happens. And we're going to do a lightning round. We're going to handle questions. Fun, 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 lightning round. So uh, here we are. It's summer now. Uh, July 4th is coming up here soon, Maureen. I love July 4th, don't you? I do too. And it's so funny, you know, I wonder if like schools are teaching what what it means anymore. Are they too afraid to? Um, it's a wonderful time. It's all about our country and the, just patriotism, the flag, and, yeah, and America and families. That's and, it. You know what I always think of, Deirdre? When when we do get to July Fourth, I think we've still got what is it eight nine more weeks yeah. of summer after that. Glass that half for full. me is yeah. You want to hang on to those those summer days as long as possible. It's so true. And, you know, I was thinking of the 4th of July recently. My flag came off my house, my American flag. And it's so funny because you have such reverence for the flag. And a veteran and a dear friend gave us the flag. So Mm. I was pulling out of the driveway, and I noticed the flag on the ground on the step. And I pulled over and ran up and took appropriate care with it. There are yeah. a lot of flag rules. That's right. So. That's right. But I hope I hope teachers are, are really teaching about the 4th of July. I hope so, too. And uh, independence and whatnot. So we want to remind all our listeners of Real Moms Get Real that we're on Facebook and Twitter. Look for us there. Send us messages. We love to hear from all of you. We have gotten, Deirdre, some terrific response um, to our our new our relatively new podcast still right we really have it's number nine yeah. so we're still newbies with real mom gets real but we're having a lot of fun and we're really heartened uh, by some of the responses we've been getting so we hope to uh, just bring you stuff that you can use throughout the week that's right and we hope to provide that that good stuff with some lightness some humor some some friendship um, we are two good friends we met each other through work and became friends from there we have a lot in common Deirdre you have three sons I have two sons and two stepsons and we're very proud of our children and very devoted to our our families and um, our home lives and 
We can't forget our pets. We love our pets too. <laughs> too much. As my husband would say, we love our pets too much. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to be talking about a topic, Maureen. You're going to take us through this one. What's uh, this frightening phone scam? Yeah, this is a, this is a you know, there are a lot of scams, Deirdre, that have, that have occurred. It's I fall for some of them. Yeah. I mean, there, there was that scam where mostly elderly people were targeted, where... You know, people would call them and try to entice them to send money or or get information from them. But this one involves children, and that's why it's it's something that we need to share with you. Um, what happens is the phone rings, the parent picks it up, and uh, it sounds like the child. It sounds like the parent's child. Mm. And it could be the child saying something like, Mom, I'm really in trouble. I need help or help me or something like that. And then as soon as the kid says that a so-called police officer or someone like that comes on the line and says, we have your child, he or she's going to be okay, but you need to come to the station and pick them up. And the parent says, well, where? Are, what's going on? Where are you? Um, and the officer says, you need to come down and pick Ugh. up your child. And won't, so frightening. won't put the kid back on the phone, or in some cases, on the phone at all. That's the other thing. It can okay. go both ways. So the parent, in a fright, of course, because you think it's your kid in trouble, leaves the home, apartment or house, doesn't matter, and takes off for the so-called station. Well, what happens is it's a complete scam because while the parent is rushing away from the home, uh, the robbers come in, they descend on the home, and, you know, rob whatever they can get from the home. TVs, laptops, the jewelry, money, whatever they can grab. That's so, awful. You know, I, I just want to, I had heard about this, Deirdre, and you and I talked a lot about it, but, you know, a parent posted some information about this scam on Facebook, and a friend of a friend of mine shared it on a thread, and... Uh, the parent got this call and called the poli- first, you know, verified that it turns out it wasn't her kid. Right. Of first call your kid. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't her kid. Now, if you can't reach your child because they're in school and the cell phone is shut off or put away, call the school, call the camp, call the program or whatever your child is should be in at that point in time. Verify that they're there. Um, and then call the police. Call the police. Yeah, report this. Re- let them know what's Don't going on. Don't let it go. Give them the information. Now, this this one parent wrote this very frankly. I thought it was interesting, Deirdre. She said, what I did well with this scam, ah. I insisted on speaking to my child and independently verified where she was at the time. I didn't give them, meaning the scammers, any information that they didn't already have, like she's supposed to be at such and such, name the school, whatever. Um, And she says, what I could have done better, I could have gotten that person's, the scammers, contact phone info. Sometimes you see it on the the number that comes in um, and tried to call them back. And if she had gotten that, she says, she could have turned that over to the police. Now, we all know sometimes that number could be disguised. It could look like a local number, but... In fact, the call is coming from some someplace far away. Um, she also says, as a warning to parents, Deirdre, beware of that insistent little kid's voice because it could sound exactly like your child, but it is not. It's either a recording or it's a fake or, or whatever. I mean, we hate that these scams are occurring in the first place, but uh, a careful parent is an aware parent. 
And the more we know about what's going on, the more we can be prepared for it. And think about the mindset of somebody that this is okay with them to mm. do this, to frighten parents. You know, this brings to mind, uh, I I got a scam email recently. There's so many scams floating around, folks. Yeah. Um, number one, always remember, don't give any personal information. Um, scammers have gotten really good at imitating banks. Right. And right down to the logo, the, the style of email, but they will never email you and ask you mm-hmm. for personal information. But this scam that I got was a little different. It was it was a an email to me saying, basically, we've seen where you've been going oh, on the internet. And we are going to share this information with your colleagues and your family unless you pay such and such. Yeah, I think it was like thirty grand. Yeah. So I I knew I hadn't really, you know, unless you count online shopping, mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my husband might want to arrest me after that. But, you know, it's just terrible because they are trying to hit on that one person that does something that does have something to hide. That's right. That's and right. They, if they... It's this, fear. It's a fear yeah. tactic. And remember, scammers, this is their full-time job. Yeah. They have time to get creative. They do this 80 hours a week. But um, especially for parents, just be aware. That's frightening. Right. right. That is so frightening. And that mom must have been very angry. I think the main thing is be in touch with the police about it. Um, Let people know right away and trust your instincts. If your gut instinct tells you something's not right about this, something is off, then pay attention to that feeling. Deirdre, any time in my life as a parent, I'm not, I don't know about you, I'd love to know, any time that I went against my gut instinct, it turns out, you know what, I should have stuck with the instinct. And that that's, you know, little voice inside mm. is such a powerful voice. That's right. And a lot of us don't kind of live intuitively, and we should. Mm-hmm. You know, um, even you ha- you get crazy stories like somebody who didn't board an airplane because they really felt a strong, but, you know, still voice saying, don't do it. So that's right. Um, that's right. Yeah. Don't panic right away. If you do get that phone call, remember this conversation, make sure you take down as many details, I would think, as possible exactly. and let the let the authorities yeah. know. Yeah. So we wanted to be sure we brought that to you on Real Moms Get Real uh, to to be aware of that. That's right. And uh, so the next thing we're going to, this is kind of an interesting topic. Some of the best friendships are made um, through maybe not the direct route, through your kids or through work, but instead people who initially uh, work for you or work in a field that is serving you, such as a mailman or a hairdresser. And or caterer. I mean, it goes it. on and on. You're, that's it. You do know. you have any any well, people like that in your life? I do, Deirdre. I'm lucky to to have that. I have a um, a wonderful hair place that I use in my area, and this week we have no hot water in my house. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Even though it's summer, you still that's need that fun. hot water for showers and other yeah. things. But anyway, long story short, I um I was mentioning to the woman who cuts my hair that. Uh, we didn't have hot water, and um, you know I was going to boil water so I could take a shower later that day. And she said, "Well, why don't you come to my apartment and take a shower?" And I said, "Oh my gosh, I wouldn't dare! I don't want to disturb your family. Right. That is really kind of you, right. but you know, thank you, but no, thank you." And she she insisted, so I actually took her up on it. Nice. I mean, I've known her for years, you know, more than ten years, and. 
Um, I went home. I got a change of clothes. I went back to her um, to her apartment, which is right it. near the hair uh, the hair salon, and I took a quick shower in her house. And it was just a lovely gesture of trust and friendship. And I so again another mom, two kids gets it. Things happen, you know. You've got you think you've got all the ducks lined up, and all of a sudden your hot water heater is busted, right? On the blink. And I just really appreciate it. It's just one of those kind of nice life gestures that uh, that is you're just grateful for. And it's so true, too. Like you think of people, uh, what brings what that brings to mind for me is, say, your mailman. You don't really know anything or mail carrier. I should say a lot of male women out there. Um, but I, I had a mail carrier, male, who um, I would see for years for about two minutes a day. Yeah. And we got to be very friendly. And he shared uh, his struggles, he and his wife's struggles moving to the area. Mm. They were from the Midwest, and moving to Boston is not easy. And I would eventually share some of my concerns. And I will tell you, this went on for years, and he, then his route was moved. Okay. And I hope it's not because I was talking a zero, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I missed him. And I remember I gave him, and I don't even know if you're supposed to give your mail carriers gifts, but um, he loved dogs. So I gave him a mug set oh, that's sweet. of dogs. And I got one for myself, of course, because mm-hmm. that's the rule with me. Mm-hmm. One for them, one for <laughs> me. And uh, I think of him still when I drink coffee out of this mug because we, in the two minutes shared something of ourselves with each other. Yeah. And uh, so I really appreciate Keeping him. Keeping it real, right? Keeping it real. And it was on the fly. I would often, you know, be outside in the yard and we'd strike up a conversation. And uh, we. it turns out we had so many things in common. Of course, my job was very different from his. I was a columnist and mm-hmm. uh, he was a mail carrier. But don't miss these life moments it doesn't mean you befriend everybody who's helping you out but stay open that's right that's right and i love that last night i made it made a new friend at the ice cream shop um a family in my town that has a great dane ah uh, best he was beautiful love the dog. great dane yeah and of course you know i had to find out how old is the dog <laughs> what is the dog's name how long have they had him and we had a lovely conversation. It was very sweet. Yeah. And um, yeah, people you never are know. kind of insulated today too. You know, with our social media and our laptops and our jobs, it's nice to get out there and just hear another person's perspective, even if it's in line at Burger King. I mean, just it's nice to stay open to those because we are becoming. I think more and more we are creating our own worlds. We listen to the music we want to listen to. Yeah. We see the content we want to see. We have experiences when we say mm-hmm. we're going to have experiences. This opens you up to let life happen to you. I think, again, it comes back to parenting and what it teaches our children, That's right. too. That even though you must be careful in today's world, like, let's be sure to stress that. Let's, you know, Especially with children. Yeah. Um, there, there are ways to make new friends um, when, you, when you least expected it and to be open to those, those encounters and those friendships and to teach your children how to talk to other people, how to make friends, how to introduce yourself, how to respect a brand new person that you're meeting for the first time. And I think there's something else, too. If someone is performing a service for you for pay, how do you treat that person? That's right. Uh, I mean... 
you know, the waiter in the restaurant, your kids are going to notice if you're nice to everyone else. Sure. And if they can do something for yep. you, get to the restaurant and completely blow up the waiter over something or, or just treat them as invisible. That's right. And parenting in that way is so important because you're modeling. Mm-hmm. You're modeling that great uh, behavior. Yeah. So, I mean, it's Such just an point. interesting topic. Um, stay open. Not too open. Don't get scammed. But, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot, lot of layers to life. Yeah, so true. So true. Good point. All right. Well, we are going to go into another segment for you that uh, we're excited about. We're going to do another lightning round of questions, Deirdre. I, I know. I wish there was a sound for lightning, but <laughs> that's really thunder. <laughs> now, the beauty of this um, to our Real Moms Get Real listeners is we can address many topics as quickly as possible with our gut reaction. Um, and we'd love your suggestions, by the way, for, for future lightning round questions. Send them to us on Facebook, Real Moms Get Real, or Twitter, Real Moms Too. All right, Deirdre, here we go. Let's uh, lay it on me. We got a few. Okay. All right, question number one in this lightning round Father's Day is coming up. What's the one thing fathers don't get enough credit for today? Ooh, one th- that's a good one. That That's a good one. Well, off the top of my head, I would say we live in a, I feel like an increasingly female-centric society. You know, it's all about women's power and women's skills, and which is great. And we deserve that, absolutely. But I think fathers need to get credit for the special way they parent. They are not moms. They mm-hmm. do things differently. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I had an evening job when my older kids were um, younger and I worked at a retail store just a couple hours a week, but I would come home and they would be flopped around. The kids would be in bed. I remember the baby would be wearing like a diaper and a turtleneck with ketchup still all <laughs> over his face. My other nothing little on boy. His legs, yeah, though, right? nothing on his legs, maybe one sock. And the uh, three-year-old would maybe not even have pajamas, you know, maybe have like his Superman cape on. And, you know, don't fight that. That dad's parent in a very active, special way. That is a great point. And the kids are happy. They're well taken care of. They're with their father. Absolutely. Having that important bonding time. That's terrific. That's terrific. So I, I wish they'd get more credit for the special way that they parent. Yeah, no, that's a great answer. And my response would be, um, be aware of what dads can teach that you don't think they can. And in ah. my case, my husband is a great cook, nice. which I am not. I'll openly admit. And I've had one of his sandwiches. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, although I can make a nasty Brussels sprout dish. <laughs> yes, <you can. laughs> um, but he does 90% of the cooking more, actually, than that in our house. And my kids have learned to cook I from love that. It. And I love that. They'll talk to him about spices. What do you put on this, Dad? And how do you cook this? And how do you prepare this meat? And, you know, uh, all those all those kind of chef sort of kitchen questions. And that's that, so awesome yeah. for, you know, two males to be cooking yeah. together. And to I love think it, that's right? and, and to, to thrive with it. it. Yeah. And that's something special. You know, you're sharing your own things with the boys or the men, young men, and, and he's sharing his. Yeah. And, you know, it's just dads are so special. And uh, so we appreciate them and uh, salute them on Father's Day Absolutely. coming up. Absolutely. All, right. All right. What else you got? Next question. Could you give up Facebook? 
Oh my gosh, in a second. Oh, you could? Oh, in a second. Just cut it right off. I really could. And why don't I, our listeners might ask, well, I th- I do love seeing friends' pictures. I love mm-hmm. seeing kids, you know, that I watch grow up, see, see what's happening with them. But I look at Facebook now uh, in two ways. There's an anxiety for me with Facebook. I sometimes feel anxious when I go on Facebook. I don't really know why, but I don't I don't stay on it if I do feel that way. And I think it's because I'm being hit with so many different emotions, themes, uh, photos, messages, uh, social campaigns, yeah. uh, GoFundMes. Uh, for me, that's a little much. And I, you know, a, a mutual friend of ours uh, said to me recently, or no, I think she put it on Facebook, okay, ironically enough, ironically enough. But it's called, uh, it's a concept called JOMO, mm. and it's the joy of missing out. You know, we all know FOMO, the fear of missing out. Yeah. And really, this article was saying there's so much joy in dropping out from social media. Interesting. You live your, you stay yeah. in your lane, you live your life, and yeah. all those other good things. You do you, all of that. Now, one of my sons uh, has, has, is done with Facebook. He said enough, and he, he's really? off it. I'm not sure that I could. Not to say that I'm on it all the time, but I do use it to keep in touch with some people, and I like to see what the people I truly care about are sharing. Exactly. Right? Great for um, families, too. you got to be careful that you don't get lost in it. Oh, my By gosh. which I mean endless scrolling, and, and scrolling. this tangent takes you to that tangent. Next thing you know, two hours are gone. I think it's changing our thinking. I think if you use it right, it can be an information tool. It can, it can offer inspiration, connection, but you have to use it right. It's like anything else, right? You do, and you know, it, it's... Facebook has become very political, you know, now that we're in a more fractured society. And um, sometimes I don't really want to know someone's political views. I just want to see pictures of their cat. So, (laughs) And there are a lot of funny and neat things. And I bet billions of dollars have been raised through Facebook just on different, you know, different things, great charities and this and that. But sure. I could I could drop Facebook in a minute. Hmm, interesting. Good question. Well, listeners, tell us what you think on that one. Now, Deirdre, one more lightning round. Oh, and round. don't forget to go to our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so don't drop off it for that. <laughs> real moms get real. <laughs> All right. Third question in our lightning round. Do you ever take off your wedding ring? Look, Maureen, it is off right now. All right, now. I see no ring. I, know, no, I see no zips. ring. And look. Mine is, and you don't either. It's so it's interesting. Such a weird feeling. It's a very weird I had feeling. Had it on for yeah, almost you and twenty-eight I, years. You and I both have indents in our fingers where yeah, our I rings. literally have an indent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So why? Where is your ring? Well, uh, I sadly my diamond fell out of my engagement ring, which was the first, and and it was devastating. I bawled. I mean, that's the ring my husband gave me way back when, and yeah. we don't know what happened to it. It just mm. fell out somewhere. Um, so that was stage one of me not having any rings. And stage two is I just finished painting with my husband a bathroom, scraping, actually scraping wallpaper, painting. And, uh, so I didn't want my wedding ring to get damaged. Sure. But, um, yeah, I have no problem. How about you? I have never taken it off until this week. Isn't it weird? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a super weird feeling. Now my engagement ring, um, 
has been off for quite some time because it doesn't fit on right. my finger anymore. Our fingers and grow. And I need to be. <laughs> I, it, I need to get it resized. Um, but my wedding ring is really, really special to me, and it's so, it feels so odd. It's very not odd. having it on my hand. It's very. But anyway, odd. yeah. I have, you know, listen, you and I have friends, they've lost their wedding rings or their engagement rings, like like you it's mentioned, part of yours. Um, or for one reason or another, they're allergic to them, they can't wear them, they've outgrown them. Um, but it's it's got an emotional attachment, doesn't it? And I us? used, yeah, it's funny. When I was younger, I remember my husband uh, had a friend who always took off his wedding ring when he golfed. And I was very incensed at that back in the day. Mm. I said, well, gosh, he could lose it. And, you know, what is he trying to say? He's single. All of these very, you know, judgmental, you know, thoughts. Now I'm just sure. like, yeah, I see why you're not wearing that engagement ring. Sometimes you have to take them off. Yeah. So I think, um, of course, you never want to see that guy in a pub, club, nightclub, <laughs> who is taking it off and putting it in his pocket. Um, that's a different story, but yeah, they're such symbols for us. They and are. Uh, they I, are. I twist and turn my rings when I wear them, so I'm missing mm. doing that. It's kind of an unconscious, almost tick that yeah, I have. I'm missing feeling mine as well. Yeah, yeah. but um, it's sad the way our fingers gain weight. Yeah, um, let's not. <laughs> I'll go there. <laughs> I don't really understand yeah, that. Yeah. So, um, well, great questions yeah, in the but, lightning round. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is uh, unbelievably the end of this podcast. We're so glad you joined us. Share your thoughts with us, questions, uh, comments. Come to our Facebook page, Real Moms Get Real, or our Twitter at Real Moms Too. So glad you joined us. Tune in for our next podcast. Bye, everyone. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.